Alrighty, everybody. Good morning. It is Sunday, September 11th. Uh, it is the start of the uh, NFL football season. And um, you know, obviously, before we kick off, Wiz, uh, 21 years ago today, uh, September 11th, uh, a big impact moment for the country and particularly uh, for people here in the metropolitan New York area. Uh, something that I think uh, should never be forgotten and uh, you know, kind of makes it a little bit more of a solemn day in, in terms of football. I know we're excited for it, but uh, we don't want to forget the magnitude of uh, this day. Yeah, it's always a bit a bitter sweet day when the NFL season, um, they play on September 11th. Obviously, you know, we love football and we look forward to it so much. But like, you know, I think what you said is so true. You just can't forget uh, what took place and uh surreal and I remember you know that day and thinking about that day uh, just just uh, just just awful so a combination of uh, some real sad thoughts um, I had a friend of mine who uh, lost his daughter um, on that day but uh, very very sad and um, but uh, you know we're talking about football so the show has to go on but like you said uh, we will never forget. All right. Yep. So, uh, so here we go. Uh, NFL is here. Uh, you know, we've done lots of preparation for this. Uh, I know everybody's very excited for football. Uh, you know, certainly from uh, wh- whether it's your favorite team that you're ready to follow and uh, live and die with through the season, or, or obviously uh, the angle uh, of fantasy and, and sports prop betting uh, that, that we look at as well. So uh, it's here. Uh, we're excited. Uh, we got our first taste of it on uh, Thursday night, uh, a real dud by the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Buffalo Bills showed you why, I think, why, why most people think they are, uh, you know, the, the the favorite at the moment uh, to uh, to win the Super Bowl, uh, an impressive performance by the Bills on Thursday night was. Yeah, it really was. I was way off on my predictions, bets, uh, the two um, prop bets I had way off. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that on another show talking about uh, uh, players going forward. But uh, let's get right to DraftKings, and I'll start it off at quarterback. And what we want to do is we want to uh, fade a guy that's kind of like in the top, highly priced, and then uh, pick a couple of players at each position that we like. And I'm going to start off uh, at quarterback and uh, – I'm really all about between the five and six thousand range. Um, I am not going to really talk about the obvious guys up top, like Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Herbert, and those type of guys. But I'm going to dip down a little bit. And the two quarterbacks I like, kind of in that range, are 6100 Kirk Cousins, um, who I'm very excited to see with these uh, this new offense, uh, what it looks like, and then a little bit further down. Jared Goff at home, 5,400 and what figures to be a fairly high-scoring game. The total has kind of crept up near 50 points. I think it's 48 or 49 right now. So I'm liking Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. And my fade is at 60, where is he, at 5,700. Although I like him this year, I'm going to say two a tag of a lower in this game just with the fact that Belichick has had so much time to prepare for this game. I mean, it's not like uh, during the regular season where he's got to like play a game and they only have a matter of a uh, few days to prepare. So the preparation of the Patriots, my favorite is going to be Tua. What say you at quarterback? Yeah, so uh, I kind of did the, went the same route as you. Um, I, 
in terms of uh, who I was looking at kind of at the lower end of uh, things. And, and Jared Goff, uh, and, and it's going to come, it's funny that you mentioned Goff and in this game because it's going to come in my uh, game prediction bets as well. Uh, but I like Jared Goff at 5,400. You, you alluded to the reasons, so I'll leave it at that. And you know, I'm expecting big things from Derek Carr this year. I think you are as well. Uh, I think this is a really nice spot. 5,900 uh, against the Chargers where last year they had that, unbelievable game to finish the season out. Uh, Devontae Adams, obviously there. Josh McDaniels, the new coach. Uh, Waller signed that big contract, uh, sounds like, over the weekend. So, yeah, I'm jumping on the Derek Carr uh, bandwagon for this weekend. And uh, in terms of fades, uh, given all the surroundings in this game um, where he's going to be without a lot of his options, obviously no Hopkins. Rondell Moore is not going to be around 7,200. I just think a little bit too expensive for Kyler Murray this week was. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's uh that's interesting one, even though Zach Ertz just got uh, his reported that he's probably going to play today, but one of the fades that I, I failed to mention, I'm going to, I'm going to say Dak Prescott as well. I, I I'm, I'm concerned about the offensive line and uh talking about missing weapons, uh, uh, you know, Gallup for this game. Uh, so it'll be kind of, it'll, it'll, it'll be kind of some young, uh, CD lamb and a few young receivers in this type of game. So I'm going to, I'm going to fade Dak Prescott as well. So why don't you take this out of running back? Sure. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I should also, I want to say before I kind of continue on here was it's week one of the season, right? So we're, we're all trying to get a feel for things in the first couple of weeks of the season. That, and, and that's part of it. Uh, I'm probably going to be a little bit more reserved than I normally am in terms of, you know, my strategies and my betting and all that sort of thing. So I just kind of wanted to add that. And I think you're probably of a similar frame of mind as well. Absolutely. All right. So uh, running back, look, I, I know there was a lot of negative stuff written o- over the course of the season, but the opportunity knocks early in the season for, Ant- uh, for Antonio Gibson and in a matchup against uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, who do not have a formidable defense. Uh, it's improving, but not formidable yet. So I, I like the price point at 5800 for Antonio Gibson in this game. Was um, I'm going to get kind of converse here. I'll, I'll mention I'll get to that last, actually. Um, the other guy, it's hard not to, to, to look at Damian Pierce in a tough matchup, but Shaq Leonard is not playing in the game. Uh, I think he's going to be extremely widely used at this price point at 4800 but I, it's hard to ignore it. Um, and then the last guy that I like at 5100 in a game that I believe they would be playing from behind, and he will be the beneficiary um, of how the offense will kind of play out in this game. And that's Michael Carter from the Jets. There's just been a lot of comments about Carter actually being the lead back. Uh, so I, I'm going to go with Carter at 5100, and that's going to lead into my fades at running back, where Brees Hall at 5500. I just think uh, maybe a little bit too much being made here early in the season uh, in terms of expectations for Brees Hall. Uh, the other two guys I'm going to fade with, um, I don't like the Pittsburgh Steel offensive line. I think the Bengals are an improved defense. They're going into Pittsburgh. Um, Najee Harris was dealing with some soft tissue injuries to start the season. 6,400, I'm going to fade Najee Harris this week. And the other guy I'm fading against kind of a no-name defense uh, in a game where I actually think the Giants can hang with the Tennessee Titans. But Saquon Barkley at 6,100, I'm fading that with. Yeah, I looked at some of those guys uh, as well to fade Nat, uh, Harris as well. My, my fade for the week is clear-cut to me. Uh, I'm going to say David Montgomery at 6,000 against the Niners. Uh, I just – I'm not quite sure about that one. I, I just feel that at 6,000, 
there are better options than below. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay Montgomery. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is the highest price guy on DraftKings this week at 9,100. And if you could find value and, and salary relief elsewhere, by all means, um, I don't see how he's not going to have a good, you know, a good game. I'm really liking Aaron Jones this week. Uh, he's a little bit, uh, Further down at 6,700, and then kind of down on the list. If you get news that Dobbins is going to skip the game, uh, and they're going to be, uh, you know, kind of cautious with him, uh, I like Mike Davis at 4,400. I believe in this in this matchup. So those, yeah, Mike Davis at 4,400. So. That's what I have at uh, running back. Any other comments you want to make at running back? Yeah, yeah so I, I think I think your points are interesting. And I know the Ravens signed Drake, but he's kind of be kind of new to the playbook, whereas Davis has been there uh, for a very long time. So I'm, I'm kind of with you. Davis would be the guy that I'd be playing if Dobbins was listed out today. Yeah, you brought up the Jet running back situation, and I'm fascinated to really watch because this is such an interesting dynamic because Brees Hall um, can be a special player. But – this this staff this this staff that's with the Jets they also are invested in Michael Carter. It's not like a new regime took over and they don't have investment and 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 thoughts on Michael Carter. So you have two players who are good football players and they both kind of do the same thing. So I am really interested to see the split. I will not be making guesses on these type of things after what I saw on Thursday night <clears throat> between Daryl Henderson and uh, and Cam Akers, that's for sure. But I'm going to go right into receiver. Oh, by the way, uh, Wiz, you, you mentioned Akers and Henderson. How about the rotation in the in the in the Buffalo Bills backfield? Oh, that's that's a, that's going to be a brain buster all year, and that's it, it was a brain buster with. James Cook fumbling and being in the doghouse, he'll get better as the season goes on. That's going to be difficult. We have Cook and Singletary in one league. Um, you don't want to root for injury, but honestly, um, it would probably be the only way that at this point, um, one of those guys is going to have extreme value. You know, it's a shame because that offense looks like they're going to score between 30 and 40 points <clears throat> every single week. Um, you mentioned. Gibson, I'm going to stick in that in that area um, with the team, and I'm going to like McLaurin at 6,500. Guy who's one of the best receivers in the league that has difficulty <clears throat> maybe being up there with the top five or ten guys because of quarterback play. So I'm really liking McLaurin this week in a game that could have some points <clears throat> and I think will play well. I like. I like Hunter Renfro as well. I think he's going to be, if you're in a league with PPR league, I think he's going to be very, very strong this year. And I like Hollywood Brown this week in a game where no Hopkins, Rondell Moore hurt, Christian Kirk gone, Zach Ertz maybe on a pitch count. So I'm liking Hollywood Brown. I'm also liking something that we talked about uh, a few weeks ago, <clears throat> Elijah Moore had a tremendous rapport with Joe Flacco. So I'm, I like Elijah Moore in this game. And my fade is going to be Amari Cooper. That one's an easy one for me. What say you would wide receiver? Yeah, I mean, you make some great points on all those <clears throat> players. Uh, I, I, I think Marquise Brown, as much as I mentioned that I, I'm fading uh, Kyle Murray this week, I think Marquise Brown, Marquise Brown is my play of the week. 
he's, he's my play of the week in prop bets, and he's my play of the week in, in DraftKings as well. 6,200. I think it's a game where you could see 13 to 15 targets, Wiz. Um, I like Brandon Ayuk this week, Wiz. Um, I know there's a lot of question marks around uh, Trey Lance and him not being made captain and all this stuff. I think it's a load of crap, first off. And, and, and I think we talked about this. We, th- we think that Ayuk is actually a big beneficiary um, of Trey Lance becoming quarterback, uh, a starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. So uh, the Bears have a lousy defense, uh, 5,200. I like Brandon Ayuk uh, this week, Wiz, in a game where George Kittle will not be playing. Um, another guy that I really like this week, uh, at 5,100, uh, the Washington uh Commanders do not have a good defense. Uh, they're secondary, particularly uh, Christian Kirk at fifty-one hundred. The one game that Kirk was out there uh, in the preseason with with Trevor Lawrence, uh, Trevor Lawrence looked at him constantly in that first half. Uh, fifty-one hundred. I'm going to take uh, Christian Kirk, uh, and I like I like Kadarius Tony at forty-one hundred. The weakness in this defense for the Tennessee Titans is their secondary. Uh, at forty-one hundred, I think there's some value there for Kadarius Tony. Uh, the two guys I'm going to fade with, uh, I, I believe it or not, uh, you mentioned you're interested to see Kirk Cousins and all this, but this Packer defense is an elite defense uh, with some elite secondary players. He's 7800 bucks. I think this is a game where Justin Jefferson, as much as I think he's going to be on the on the cusp of an historic season this year, but this might be a little bit of a challenge uh, in week one. New coach, new you know, new system. Uh, l- let's see what happens. I, I want to give it a little bit of a rest, and, and I'm I'm co- a little bit concerned on T. Higgins' lack of activity uh, in the preseason. Was uh, so at 6100. I, I think this is going to be more of a Jamar Chase type game, uh, and you'll see Tyler Boyd probably very involved. But I'm going to fade T. Higgins at 6100. Was. Uh, bold fades, bold, bold fades. Love it. Uh, Got to take us out of tight end. Uh, tight end. I, I just have one on each side. Um, I, I have I have uh, Dallas Goddard in a game that I think is going to be a high scoring game at forty one hundred. Uh, to me, that represents real high value. Uh, I, I think Jalen Hurts is uh, going to have a solid season, and, and this is a game uh, that I think will be a, a pretty high scoring football game. Uh, and, and my fade was um, look. Uh, Kyle Pitts is a great player. Uh, 5,700, but I think Atlanta, uh, you know, there's a lot of question marks around this offense. New Orleans is one of the fiercest defense in the league, and they're more improved. Uh, and I think he's going to have a tough time of it against the Saints this week. Yeah, uh, let's start with my fade, and I'm right with you. Kyle Pitts in this type of game, I think Kyle Pitts is going to have a terrific year. But this is not the matchup to start the season with, and uh, I'm going to fade Kyle Pitts as well. Uh, if you could get salary relief, uh, elsewhere, there's no reason why you, you know, I have no problem if you're playing Andrews, at, you know, or Kelsey. I just think they're both going to have uh, terrific games. But I'm really just going to give a few players uh, further down on the list. Tyler, Tyler Conklin, I think, has looked good. This could be a game where he's targeted somewhat. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I like uh, Tyler Conklin, and then a player who just, uh, I know that you and I talked about yesterday. Uh, He's he's playing. He's one. He, he may very well be along with Randall Cobb, uh, Aaron Rodgers' most trusted uh, pass catcher, Robert Tanyan, at thirty nine hundred. I think is somewhat interesting as well, as well. But if you could get salary relief, I don't see how Kelsey and Andrews are not going to both have tremendous games. So that's what I have at tight end. And then right now we're going to get to the exciting part. I'll break this late players and i'm going to give two 
Uh, one is almost at the bare minimum. He's at wide receiver, 4,500, uh, a player that I like. Chris Olave a lot. Um, I know it looks like Mike Thomas is going to play, and there's going to be most of the uh, notoriety about that game is going to be Mike Thomas, but I think Chris Olave is going to have a, a big game right out of the box today. So I like him at 4,500. And a tight end, I'm going to the bare minimum with my break this late tight end, Kate Otten for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, I think he's going to be one of these guys who's going to be utilizing that offense. Uh, I think he's going to be, as the season goes on, clearly going to jump Cameron Braid uh, on the depth chart. Don't know about Gronkowski, if he's going to come back at all this year, but it's certainly going to be most of the season where there won't be Gronkowski. So Chris Olave, Kate Otten, my two break-the-slate players this week. Yeah, my break this league, guys, uh, I've talked about Romeo Dubs a lot, uh, 3,000. Uh, this is an interesting game where there's no uh, Alan Lazard, uh, so pick your poison. Who is a- who is Aaron Rodgers going to go to? You mentioned Tanyan. Uh, obviously, Aaron Jones is going to be a big beneficiary. He has been in games where there's been no Devontae Adams, and obviously Adams has moved on to the Raiders. Uh, but this makes it a more complex situation. I'm a not count me in as a not truster of either Randall Cobb or Sammy Watkins. Uh, both guys very much aging. Um, I think one of Christian Christian Watson or Romeo Dubs will, will have a big game today. Uh, I, you know, in in the, in a couple of leagues where I am able to, uh, I have both guys rostered. Uh, I know it's challenged to kind of figure out which guy will be the one that that kind of breaks out, but I think one of them will have a big game today. But I'm going with Dobbs at three thousand, and as a player I've talked about a lot, I think he's going to end up playing kind of wide receiver more than he does tight end, but he's listed as a tight end. Uh, he had an, an incredible preseason. Uh, I have high expectations for him. Uh, but Isaiah Likely at 2,500 at tight end, I, I think this is a player that's going to have a very, very big year. Uh, you'll be reading about him early in the season as a key pickup in the mini leagues where he's not been drafted. Uh, that's the guy I'm going with at 2,500 against the Jets, Swiss. Yeah, and speaking of, and speaking of uh, Likely, you, you may be the only <clears throat> fantasy owner in the world that is going to be starting likely in week one. We're in a league where there are no moves allowed for week one. Your two tight ends you drafted was George Kittle and likely. And because Kittle is going to miss the game, you're going to be sending out likely this week. And, uh, could be interesting, a player that you're high on, but, uh, we're, we're in a league that is not allowing week one moves. I don't know who wrote these rules in there, but, uh, certainly put you in a little bit of an awkward situation week one. Yep. Absolutely. All right, so let's right, get well, to you, uh, you know, let's yes, get to game. Let's get to bets. Yeah, let's get to bets. And, yeah, so and, why don't you why don't you take us out? Uh, I was horrendous on Thursday um, with my two prop bets. So why don't you take us out in terms of the games? Are there any games besides that you're looking at this week? Okay, and I, well, I will say this about my prop bets. Even though I hit on two of the three, uh, there was one that it was a. <laughs> <laughs> ghastly wrong on. Uh, so I hit on uh, the rushing yards for uh, Josh Allen. I hit on, uh, what else did I hit on? I hit on receiving yards for, oh, sorry, uh, receptions for Cooper Cup, which uh, he nearly doubled uh, the seven and a half line. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what that line does next week. Uh, obviously, we don't expect him to catch 13 balls every week, uh, but the call on Cam Akers, 62 and a half yards total, was a disaster. And let's see what happens as the season moves on. But that was the one I got wrong. Anyway, two games was uh, I start slow uh, when it comes to games, uh, but I love the over in the Eagles Lions game. Uh, I, I was able to get it at 48 and a half. So that's where I bet it. Uh, I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. I see it being kind of like a 30-24 type game. 
Uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at there. And uh, you know what? I, I like revenge games, Wiz. I, I like a revenge game where the quarterback is home uh, playing against his former team. Uh, I don't think the Cleveland Browns uh, are going to be a very good football team until Deshaun Watson comes back. I do think this is a defense uh, that is a underrated defense, I, you know, in terms of young talent. Uh, so give me the Panthers laying one point against the Cleveland Browns, Wiz. Yeah, and I only have two games as well, and both my games start at four or later games. Um, one is going to be the Arizona Cardinals. I know that's against the grain, but I'm good with that. Uh, the line started off at three, three and a half, a lot of the summer, and then a skyrocket. I'm looking at it right now at six and a half. So I'm going to take Arizona plus six and a half. They started off as gangbusters last year. They were my pick in week one. They went on the road and they destroyed the Titans. So I'm going to take Arizona plus six and a half. And then my other one is going to be a road upset win. I'm picking the New York Football Giants to not only cover the five, but to beat the Tennessee Titans. Um, look, that team has done so much off that play-action pass to Henry. I just don't think they have the player personnel right now to really hurt teams in the passing game at all. I think it's going to take Robert Woods a long time to get back to where he was uh, mentally and physically. Uh, Traylon Burks is not somebody, a uh, rookie that I think is going to play well for the first half of the season. So, uh, New York Football Giants plus five, I predict, uh, to win the game. Yeah, I like the Giants in the game, too, Wiz. I do like the Giants. Uh, to win, I think, is also a distinct possibility. Tennessee is a team that I think, as well as they're coached, uh, I just think the personnel is not there. So uh, I'm with you on that one. All right, I'm going to get to my two prop plays. Uh, I was horrendous on Thursday. Let's see if I can bounce back today. Um I'm going to go Austin Eckler over 97 and a half combined yards. He accomplished uh, the over in both games last year against the Raiders. One he had 99, the other he was like at 145. I just think he's going to be a big part of this game. I think the Raiders are going to be uh, playing a type of defense that is not going to want to get beat deep, and there's going to be a lot of room for Justin Herbert to operate. So over 97 and a half combined yards for me on Eckler. And my other one is... Justin Fields, over 32.5 yards rushing. That 49er pass rush likes to rush hard, and that gives some running lanes for quarterbacks to the point that Justin Fields, I think, got him for 100 yards last year on the ground. I like Justin Fields, over 32.5 yards rushing. I'm going to keep my props short and sweet and really looking to be uh, observing mostly in week one and try and get a better feel for it as uh, as the season goes on. Uh, let me say something. You know, again, we don't talk, so uh, I, I, I think the Justin Fields line is completely ridiculous. I think that bet's going to be over in the first half. Uh, that's how confident I am in that one. Uh, 32 and a half is absurd. Uh, he in, in his last seven games, he didn't rush under that total. The Bears have a horrendous offensive line. <laughs> the, the, the 49ers are going to be chasing after him. So you're going to see Justin Fields running often for his life. Uh, that'll be over in the first half, Wiz. Uh, that's how confident I am in that one. Um, the other bet I like, uh, I actually have five, Wiz. Uh, so I'm going with Geno Smith. Uh, Geno Smith, in the four starts he made last year, did not have over 210.5 yards in any of those games. The Denver Broncos are a an elite secondary and one of the better defenses in the NFL. I think part of the thing that hurt Denver from not even being a better defense was the fact of their quarterback play was inept last year. So I'm going with under 210.5 yards for Geno Smith in this particular ballgame, Wiz. Uh, the other two uh, are pretty much the same type of pick. 
I think the lines are, are way off. I think both teams are going to be playing from behind in their games. Uh, I, I mentioned Damian Pierce, but he's probably not going to be on the field in third down a lot. Uh, and I mentioned we talked about Michael Carter already, but over 14 and a half yards for Burkhead receiving and over 12 and a half yards for Michael Carter. I looked at those lines. I think they're both absurd. Uh, so I like the over in both of those, Wiz. And the last one, I mentioned Marquise Brown, 61 and a half yards receiving in this particular game. I think he's the play of the week, Wiz. Uh, 61 and a half. I'm going over Marquise Brown this week. You sound very, very confident. It sounds to me like the two that you're most confident in are Justin Fields and Hollywood Brown. Do I have yeah, that right? That is correct. Yeah, I, I think that. Like, I think the Fields one is way off. Just way off. All right, fantastic. We hope that we start the season off right for uh, us and people listening. And I know last year we had a tremendous year picking uh, the you know sides and props and games and all of that. So. Uh, we hope to continue that as well this year. Yeah, absolutely. Wiz, great job. And uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Have a great Sunday, everybody, and Monday night. Enjoy uh, enjoy the games, and uh, we'll, we'll learn a lot, obviously, in week one. You got it.